When something happens to your car, you might say, But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Between recording the next episode of my podcast, running a business, and all of the things life throws my way, sometimes it's good to just get away. Hola, que tal? It's Chiquis here. And let me tell you, I love booking a trip where I can escape. There's nothing like spending a few days at the beach, relaxing and spending time with family. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter your reasons, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, what are you... Mama! Mama! Doing? Talking to my inner child. That's weird. Don't talk to her like that. You're right. What are you doing in here, dweeb? F*** you, Curly. F*** you, little girl. <laughs> what the f***? <laughs> Get in here! My name is Curly. And I'm Maya. And welcome to the, the Super Secret Bestie Club Podcast. A super secret club where we talk about super secret things. Yeah, like secrets that are super. That's what it is. In each episode, we'll talk about love, friendship, heartbreaks, men, and of course, our favorite secrets. Welcome to another episode of the Super Secret Bestie Club podcast Woo! with your host, Carlito Citos. Mayola Mayo Murillo. Mayola? Mayola. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Mayola? Mayola Mayo. That's kind of a good name. Well, people used to call me, how are you doing, mayonnaise? Oh, activated. Sorry. Um, my beautiful friend Chantal Houston called me like uh, two days ago. And as I answered the phone, a nickname came to me where I was like, hey, Shawnee Hugh. And the way that we just cackled <laughs> like at this name, she was like, what the fuck? I'm like, I don't know where Shawnee Hugh came from, but that's really cute. Like Chantel Houston, Shawnee Hugh. That is cute. I love that. How's your spirit, Curly? Um, how is my spirit today? My spirit, actually, my spirit is really good. I had, whatever, if this is our personal podcast and people can know, somebody slid into my DMs <gasps> and they're really cool. And I was like, oh, that's really dope. They how seem tall really is he? nice. Um, very tall. <laughs> how tall is he, Curly? <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe I won't share that much because they they listen to the podcast. I don't um, want any of my partners listening to this podcast. <laughs> if you love me, you'll not listen. Usually I'm a little like apprehensive about people listening. But this one, I was like, OK, you know what? Fuck it. It's fine. Go ahead. And I listen. feel like I'm a wild like I'm like, Wah! maybe they should listen to it to get to know me. How's your spirit? 
I feel good. I'm feeling a little chaotic. I had a workout session today. I felt really good. Two sessions a week is good for me. One session a week, I'm dying. So two sessions two sessions a week is good. Absolutely. I lifted 95 pounds today. I did like back squats. Oh wow. 95 pounds. You know what sidebar my trainer was saying that women um actually prefer doing like things with their legs because they're so much stronger than men are with their legs and men like prefer to do upper body because they're so much more stronger which makes love because i hate leg day i'm like i don't want to do like i like both i like both i i there was like a yeah you, you know do. how boxing yeah you, <laughs> you know boxing yeah i wish that there was <laughs> boxing with your legs <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like because <laughs> bitch i can kick Okay, I've always been strong since I was a little kid. Which brings us to our topic today, our inner child. Our inner child. Goo goo gaga. This was actually um, a concept brought up by our producer, Josie, who is brilliantly on our team. And I was like, oh, my God, what a great concept. What a great idea when when we saw it, Um, because it is such a real thing. It's a concept that actually has been around for Maybe not that long, but maybe a long time. But okay, so apparently this guy who is highly regarded as one of the most influential psychologists of all time, but may or may not have been problematic in his day and in modern day, named Carl Jung. Carl Jung, he's Swiss. I don't know how how you would pronounce it. Um, But he kind of would talk about how um, things that you discovered or things that the younger version of you experienced uh, really influences the person that you are today. It echoes into like your adulthood. So if you had too much of something or too little of something, you see it kind of manifest itself in your age, um, as you age. Um, And so for those of you who don't really know or you're not familiar with the concept of your inner child, hopefully you'll dive in and kind of go along with us as we talk about it. But do you remember the first time that you actually heard about inner child stuff, Maya? And like, what do you think about it? Yeah, I I mean, I feel like my parents did a great job of like um, making us aware of the different versions and eras of ourselves that like because I would I was really hard on myself like when I whenever I would look at pictures and you know your parents are always going to love all the versions of you um, but when I would look at pictures I would cringe and they would stop me every single time and be like don't do that to her like mm. she she got you to where you're at now and so you know that was something kind of in my mind but it wasn't until I worked with Harry Lopez who is we a, love Harry a, He's a life coach. We should have him on the podcast as well. He's a and dancer as well. He's a dancer. He, he actually went to Thailand with my parents. Like they went to Thailand together. He's like a part of the family for sure. And so I worked with him in, like a couple years ago and he really introduced me into like the inner child healing work because I really felt like I was like hitting a wall emotionally and I couldn't go past anything unless I went back to my past and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. looked at all the things that were kind of making me react like a kid, you know? Yeah, absolutely. What about you? Um, I don't know that I remember, to be honest, the first time I ever heard of the concept. Um, Sorry, my my dogs are walking around and their acrylics are clanking on the wood. (laughs) Y'all want to sit down? (laughs) (laughs) Um... I don't know that I remember the first time that I heard of the inner child, but I do know that that's something that I've been working with for a very long time in terms of just how I'm growing up as a person. I became highly aware very early on that I 
liked certain things and I didn't like other things because of my upbringing and because of uh, what I had gone through, right? Like I always talk about like, as a young gay kid, I was made fun of. I didn't really have the ability to hide. I kind of was very obviously gay. I loved Sailor Moon. I loved Selena. I would do this thing where I would get my tank, my tank shirts and cross it over my head. So I looked like I was wearing her like purple outfit with a keyhole in the boob area. So I would be like, bir, bir, wow, fashion designer. What That's age were you? <laughs> I was very young. So like I, I would never give anything, anything to see that. Oh my God. I was, I've, oh my, I love when my tias tell me about who you were as a kid, who I was as a kid, because they was like, you were always so cariñoso and so Aww. nice, and you wanted to always be, like, with us. And I'm, like, uh, still very much the same person. Um, but I recognized, like, oh, I would get bullied, right? And so the way that I would learn to kind of protect myself was to be funny and not necessarily where I was the butt of the joke. Like I never would make myself like the thing, but I knew how to get sassy and I knew how to play back. And I recognized, I always say this too, that being funny is probably just your trauma. Weren't we talking it about is. that the other day? We were like, it is. It if, is. yeah, we were like talking with like a bunch of funny people and we were like, tell us about your fucked up childhood and we'll tell you why you're funny. You know? Exactly. I'm just a showboater. I said, oh, yeah. I'm just what like, is- Sometimes a showboater is like when you're like, hey, everybody. It's like I think of the frog who's like, hello, my baby. Hello, my baby. He's like, that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like constantly doing that. I'm like, hey, but I I agree. I kind of have I think we share that, too, where I think it was also out of survival, too. Right. Where yeah. it's like if you say something funny, then they, they'll want to keep you around or not hurt you because you're the funny friend. Yeah, absolutely. Um, drama but look what it look what it did to us now yeah by the way whenever you bring up that warner brother frog i remember the first time you brought up i cackled because i was like that describes us in so many ways like where we're like (laughs) we're like in love in love especially (laughs) we have to sing and dance for everything and then we're really like rub it when we're alone i feel feel like when i have a crush i'm very much like hello my baby hello like let me perform for you and then when i'm at home or maybe when the crush gets squashed i'm like i go back into like (laughs) (laughs) go back into my rabbit When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, diabetes, y tienes 19 años o más, 52, 36, 42, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados 
resultados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. Hola, ¿qué tal? This is Chiquis from the Chiquis and Chill podcast. For whatever reason, or absolutely no reason at all, sometimes we all just need some time to turn off and get away. A lot of times on the My Cultura podcast network, our storytellers share their adventures and tips for living our best lives. And why not? With the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card, you can easily check off all those dreamy destinations. Como la playa que viste en ese show or climbing that mountain on your screensaver. I see you. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter the reason, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. You know what's funny, though, as I will say that when I think about my inner child, I think about the three-year-old version of me. Like, the three-year-old Curly was so sorry-eyed. I wanted to sing. I wanted to dance. I wanted to, like, my favorite movies were The Little Mermaid. I would watch it every single day. My Little Ponies, because there were seahorses in the movie that had right. a really cool song. They're like, come on the sea. No, they go, call upon the sea ponies. Send a signal, send a signal, so And it was like, oh, yeah, that is the version <laughs> of me that I, like, protect the most. Like, right. do you, what do you think of, like, when you think of your inner child, what do you think, too? I was telling you this before. I also love any baby pictures you sent me because it's so you. It's very it's like me, if, yeah. If I was, like, this age now and, and came across you as a baby, I would pick you up and hug you. <laughs> like, come come here. You'd be attached to my hip. Like, we're going everywhere together. I would love together. you, for sure. I'd be like, <laughs> hey, you like Selena? Wow, I like Selena, too. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to get emotional thinking about it. For sure, oh, that would be like... For sure. That yeah. was like my day. That was well, like you know, my... Also, side note, I had a reading with Monse, too, and she was telling me that... Um, That we definitely were different extensions or different relationships in our past lives. Like I was your mother in a past life or like we were married or we were siblings or we were whatever. And I told Curly, I'm like, in this life, we're like, okay, we're going to take a little bit of a break from each other. Like, and just be besties. And just be besties. You have your life. I have mine, but we're still close. What did I tell um, you? What, ha what did I do when you told me that? I cried. I don't, I don't <laughs> oh, you did cry. And I was like, why are you I crying? Cried. Like, I, <laughs> that's just so beautiful. It's so nice. Because you feel it. I feel it too. It's crazy. But when I, I think know. of my inner child, I think of, yeah, I'm, I've done a lot of work already on like the baby Maya, toddler Maya. That was mm -hmm. like a, a big portion of like the past couple of years that I've really worked on as far as like giving her attention, hugging her, all that stuff. Now... When I think of my inner child, I'm thinking of the cringe eras, which was my tween to teen era, where I am like, you know, 10 to, I don't know, 18 or 19, like that era where I'm like, oh, I'm 30 now. I feel like I got to do a lot of work because I'm, I still cringe and I'm still like, oh, my God. You That's know? really so fascinating. I do this thing where I imagine... Every single version of myself, and I've talked about this before, I imagine us in a big family portrait and every, like every, every current version of who I am in the moment sits in the middle and he becomes in charge of baby Curly, like Whoa. the inner child Curly and inner child Curly sits in the middle 
um, on the lap of the current one, surrounded by every different version of that has ever existed. Uh, and over us is the new me, like what I call Chill Curly, who is like the older, like the daddy version of me, who is looking over everything. And between the current version of me and the daddy version, right? Like the chill curly version who has a bigger understanding of the future and a, and a, and a better understanding of life. We tell baby curly, we are now the captains of the ship. Like, mm. soy capitan, soy capitan. And now we are in charge. <laughs> and so because we're in charge, certain things don't fly. Certain things don't, like, we don't, you know, like my, I always tell you, like, don't yell at me. Like, do not yell at me. Don't um, uh, be reactive towards me. I will never be reactive towards you. And when I do, I will hold myself immediately accountable. So those are just certain things that I'm like, we have to protect baby Curly. Yeah, Absolutely. I was going to say, you're protecting. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. so powerful, Curly. That's such a, it feels like almost something that like a, a magician, a spiritual magician would have to protect their energy because that's so specific to have you sit in the middle and all the versions of you around you. Like I just had like a whole visual where it was like, I just saw them in like rows of chairs and they're all like, talking. you're like, now it's my time to talk. Yeah. Now, oh my God, this guy's 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, this guy's 6'6". Six, six. No, sidebar. Okay, so I'm holding a stuffed animal. It's missing its nose. It's missing one eyeball. It's got one good eye. Is it a lamb or a dog? It's a dog. And it's like really like matted. It's very old. It's something that my mom gave me. It's so weird because I haven't been able to find this in a very long time. And my little dog... Um, Chloe just dragged it out of nowhere. <laughs> Whoa. That's so weird. I'm like, wait, first of all, where did you find this? <laughs> Second of all, we're talking about my inner child and she just dragged my childhood toy in the middle of the living room. Um, that's really funny. So I'm like, wow. And I was debating whether I should just let her fuck it up. But then I'm like, hold up, let me. <laughs> <laughs> this is sacred. This that, is sacred. That, those <laughs> moments like that means that it's in alignment. Like, I feel like all versions of you and everything are are confirming that that shit is legit. I know, that's so that's weird, wild. right? Any signs for me? <laughs> any signs that any of my future ones want to, want to, nope. Um, um. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, when my visualization with my inner child and stuff is usually like one version and they're hanging around with me throughout my day, like, mm-hmm. you know, like with me, like I'm constantly carrying them with me where I'm like, let's go here, let's go there. Like, and I'm it, almost like they're my child or like my little cousin or something. Mm, yeah, yeah. I feel like your inner child is still with you to a lot of capacities too, because I think that a lot of your humor and a lot of like the way that you um have fun with jokes and have fun like the way that my one of my favorite things about hanging out with you and being your bestie is when we go places or we're together like in a living room or we get we we like to like get like little airbnb airbnb sometimes to celebrate birthdays is when you get up to perform like you (laughs) get up to be like it's it's so funny like i perform Yeah, every time you at some point will go in front of the class and start performing to some capacity, like (laughs) whether it's a song or whether we're singing karaoke or you suddenly are this character who's like giving us a tour around the house. Like you always start being like... My illness vibes. (laughs) 
But it's my favorite thing because I feel like, oh, you must have done that as a little girl where you're like, you must have done this as a little girl where you're like, okay, my turn, my turn to perform. I did. Like, it's crazy. This is my sign. <laughs> it's crazy that you said that because mm-hmm. today I was having a conversation with my mom where sometimes when people do talk about their inner child. And somebody's like, yeah, go back to like what you didn't have or what what your parents didn't give you. I'm like, I feel like they gave me attention. If I needed more attention, I just stood up on the like um, the mantle of our fireplace Uh and was like, and now I will be performing the magic (laughs) show of your life. (laughs) And I would be like, mommy, daddy, sit down, watch my show. And they would sit down and be like, oh, that's good. They're like, now do it with this. Like they would like. Throw oh, I things love at me. That. I love that. Yeah, and I would perform with. I do fashion shows with my dogs. Like I would make little clothes for them and be like, and now coming down the runway, Ozzy Waldo. That is so good. And that, <laughs> so you're by so the way, right. <laughs> um, that by the way does a, a great deal of good for your child. Like that's the thing too. That like if you can nurture your child in those Encouraging, moments. Because yes. mine was the opposite. Mine was like, and I've said this to you before, where I love to perform and I love to sing and I would do these things where like, you know, my parents would be like, my dad was very supportive but my mom would be like, ah, yeah, por favor, deja de cantar, yeah. like stop singing. And you know, when I get into it, I can sing really loud. Like, but I, I, can project I see my voice. your inner child come out though when you are, when you get shy about singing oh, yeah. or whatever. And, but then I'm like, but you're good. Curly's good at singing. He can sing. Yeah, you're right. So I, I hide. Like, I'm like, <gasps> I, I can see be... it. And I'm like, no, like, come mm-hmm. out. I'm like, come. Like, I the last time we were hanging out, I'm like, I was just dancing to Selena. You put on Selena's last concert. I don't, I'm not paying attention to anything else but that. Yeah, yeah. By the way, I don't know why I'm kind of getting really emotional thinking about this, because I think that's kind of the whole thing about when it comes to inner child is, is it gets to, like, the deepest parts of who you are as a person, like the most vulnerable parts of yourself, the the parts that like you either have been trying to heal or the parts that you didn't even know that you had to heal yet. Like you don't even know that you have these traumas or these activations or these triggers. Like some of them uh, will allow you to be empowered in certain situations where you can be like, hey, I don't do well with people yelling at me. Mm. I don't do well with reactiveness. I don't do well with people who I feel like might turn violent in any sort of way, capacity, I'm out. Like, I'm too grown. I'm too in my own. Uh, I'm too independent to put up with this shit. Like, and then there are other things that I'm not sure that I am aware of. Like I was saying, like, I get activated when people get kind of like reactive towards me or I feel like they're about to get reactive towards me. But what about you? What's like your thing when it comes to your activations? Abandonment. Like, if, like I mm. am working through an and. Enta- I'm working through an anxious attachment style. Mm -hmm. And I mean, especially when it comes to love. And this is something that I still need to figure out. There's a lot of different like love themes within my childhood that I feel like I have not really touched on yet of like, why do I get so hurt and heartbroken when somebody doesn't message me back sometimes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, why do I then attack myself and feel like, well, it's because you're too much. Well, it's because you're not funny enough or you're not pretty enough or you, they want something. They want someone more mysterious. And then I have to go, whoa, OK, none of these are true. It's not personal. Like 
you're not the I've also had to remind myself this too that my therapist said you're not the main character mm. in their life. Yeah, that's that's also very powerful when I heard that as well when people said like when I heard that for the first time like you're not the main character in their life. In anybody's life except mm-hmm. for yours. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the moment that we like you said the other day like get, we, Curly and I have like powerful talks every single day. Every morning. <laughs> yeah, and so like you were saying how, you know, you give your power to somebody and I was thinking like then you get farther away from yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's when I feel like I get activated is when my anxious attachment tendencies start to come out with love or yeah. thinking that somebody doesn't like me anymore. Like that whole thing of like, they don't like me. Like I'm working through that people pleasing thing too. And I'm like, I don't even know in my childhood, like what yeah. it was. Yeah. I do think that sometimes too, a different traumas can be activated by different things. Like I remember I would always hang out with girls and I was, I would always go somewhere with my girls and I was always made to feel like, You know, I think the best, I've said this before, but the best example that I have of that is we went to a party at a fraternity and one by one, all my girls got into this house. And then I was the one that they were like, not you. And I felt like that was always me wherever I went. So like if I was at a gay bar, it was like all my friends were really attractive, not you. Remember I told you that I went to a gay bar and like I went with two of my gay friends and... Um, this one guy, one by one, went down my best friend and said, can I get you a drink? And they were like, no, I'm not interested. <laughs> one, okay, oh, can I get you a drink? And they were like, no, thank you so much. And they got to me and they were like, I was trying to buy them a drink. And they said, no. <laughs> and I'm like... You know what? Yeah, I remember that. I feel yeah. that. Yeah, and I, I told... I think I said this on the podcast too, but when we, I was at that restaurant with my friend and this guy was like... Hey, can I get your Instagram to my friend? And then he looks at me and he's like, And uh, you want to put yours into or? <laughs> I'm like, um, sure. Sure. That was so much. But like, I think that that also activates a different part of me too. Like maybe an older version of myself who's still like an inner child, like related mm. in that way, you know? So I think that we're constantly being molded by our experiences for sure that kind of inform who we will be in the future even yeah like right now these are younger versions of ourselves and we're gonna be in a couple years and we're gonna think back and be like yeah. oh yeah that's trippy i feel like i just had everything everywhere all at once moment where i just okay that to me is the best place to be in because that's what i always say like in terms of how do i begin to heal i mean besides like things like therapy conversations with people in your life who can give you a better sometimes by the way you have people in your life who you tell them things and then they got nothing they got nothing for you you're like so you're not gonna you have no advice or their advice sucks or their advice is a little limited so i think that if you have people in your life who can allow you to think outside of the box that's also a really great way but like for me what you just said that moment of like Thinking about yourself in the future, right? Being and then thinking about, yeah, yeah like both I, of them at the mm-hmm. same time. I think about, I call him Chill Curly. Um, right. Chill Curly, I always talk about what he looks like. Like, I'm like, he always has a mug of coffee in his hand. Um, he has like, his hair is full and even more silver. I always see him in a navy blue crew neck and a white t shirt, jeans and slippers and some dogs around him always like the dogs are always there and i ask him like what is it like in the future like what is it like up there and he's like we're good actually we're happy we 
accomplish accomplished a lot of our dreams that we wanted to handle. Um, things that you're stressed out about right now or activations or traumas, like they're better here. They're not as intense, you know? That's how you navigate or, or like when you get triggered or activated, that's kind of how you start to heal. That's how I start to heal. Exactly. Wow. You know, because the other thing, too, is like not letting that little kid take too much control. Right. Mm, like you yes. don't want that kid to take too much of like kids are great, but you're not going to be like, drive the car, three year old, yes. you know. When you buy a new house, you might say, shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. (laughs) No one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, diabetes, y tienes 19 años o más, 52, 36, 42, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. Hola, ¿qué tal? This is Chiquis from the Chiquis and Chill podcast. For whatever reason, or absolutely no reason at all, sometimes we all just need some time to turn off and get away. A lot of times on the My Cultura Podcast Network, our storytellers share their adventures and tips for living our best lives. And why not? With the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card, you can easily check off all those dreamy destinations, como la playa que viste en ese show, or climbing that mountain on your screensaver. I see you. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter the reason, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. You know, one thing that I feel like that's coming up that I never really kind of realized either. Your weed was, drink. <laughs> and my cannabis infused drink from Canned Social Tonic is kicking it a little bit. But my anger really stems from a little kid at my core when when I was a little kid I would get really Aries fire angry mm-hmm. and I still feel her still to this day she does take over when I get angry and I I think that's another thing that I have to because it I feel it I feel like my body is on fire she's like, like the little baby from Incredibles yes exactly hundred uh-huh. <laughs> percent which which sometimes can cause a ruckus but sometimes actually saves the day. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> um, but it still is something that I don't want it. It hurts me. Like physically, it stays in my body. I um, like I think yesterday I got like a, a text from that guy 
that I didn't like. And I literally, <laughs> I went like this. I'm going to get away from the mic. And I went like this. I go, ah! <laughs> I was screaming. Because <laughs> I was so fucking pissed. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like, oh. From the outside, for those of you who can't see what Maya just did, it looked like she was pushing out like a big old piece of caca. <laughs> It, it feels like I'm in labor. Like, <laughs> get this out of me. Um, wow. And, and so I feel like I need to work on that also. But otherwise, when I am feeling a little bit sensitive, I really hug myself. Like, I hug myself and I like, I, you know, just make sure I'm giving myself that physical love because I know I felt not hugged when I was little in certain moments yeah. when I needed to. And in those moments when I were, was angry, I don't think my parents really navigated that really well at, at all. Like there's no sorries or if there were like, you know, it was just, it is what it is. So mm -hmm. that's something that I have to like, I'm saying sorry to myself or I'm, you know, talking to myself. I talk to myself a lot. I journal a lot and I meditate a lot where I visualize her. Mm -hmm. um, this is so true. And I feel like I need to get that right. Because I want to be a good parent to my kid also. And I feel like you need to address your own inner child as much as you can before you have a child, I Absolutely. believe. Yeah. Or even when if you have a child now, like how can you start the process of accepting your inner child a little bit more so you don't make the same mistakes, essentially? Yes. And then also embracing the cringe from our past versions, even just like not even past as in years or ages, but like yesterday, you know, like that was a younger version of you yesterday. And that thing that you did, you don't have to be so hard on yourself. Like the magical moments come from being cringe, mm -hmm. honestly, mm -hmm. like whatever cringe, everyone has def their own definitions. But once I've leaned into that and been like that little girl who used to dance on, on the fireplace, like you know, with her dogs and would create like a whole gown out of a bed sheet. Like, yeah. you know, I'm like, that girl is here. And yeah. like literally was reflected back to me of what you said and reminded me of that. <laughs> like, I'm going to cry now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and like, yeah. I need to embrace that because that's something that I'm sharing with people that in infuses like happiness or whatever in them. And that's so important. Absolutely. I had an interesting thing, too. I forgot that you wrote this. My, we have a little outline that we look at, and Maya wrote Embracing the Cringe of Ourselves. And I had a moment earlier with a friend, and we were talking about um, cringe, a cringe thing, right? Like, they saw something that made them cringe that actually made them feel better. Right. And they go, you know, in instances you forget that like you'll look at somebody like for me, for example, I'll have like I was super in love with this person in my life and I saw them do something that made me cringe and it yes. protected me in a way. Yes. Right. And so I feel like even looking at different things to honor the cringe, not to like go off topic really fast, but talking about cringe, cringing can actually act as like a compass towards um, something like and the human being makes you cringe. What is it in you that is being activated that makes you mm. cringe, right? Like, if you are cringing at somebody, can you use that to move on and heal from yes. a relationship that might otherwise be, in other moments, you know, uh, be uh, not a mirage, but you might not see things until you do cringe and you're able to walk away from it. So definitely embracing the cringe. Yes, because I feel like I've grown up with being like, people are like, oh, you have to be cool. You have to be mysterious. And I'm like... Yeah, but 
I don't want to be boring. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was, I've never been boring. Like, and I never will be. So it's like, whatever's too, and it's like that song in Camp Rock where she's like, I'm too cool, too cool to know you. Don't get emotional, don't, da, 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 da. you know it's the truth. I'm too cool for you. You think you're hot, but I'm sorry you're not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Wait, I was <laughs> no, like, no, no, wait. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm like, is this my song? Is this now an anthem? Oh, I gotta for- say, and this is her dance move. It's just a little shoulder. <laughs> the Disney gals have spoken. Yes, but it's like fuck that shit. You know, even that song is cringe, but it's like an iconic song. So, so embrace real. your cringe. Embrace your cringe, and like that's you know. When you, one of the things that when you look back at yourself and your inner child and different things, you are hard on yourself. You do have those moments where you go like, oh, I was so annoying or ill. Look what I look like. Or can you believe this? And like, you said this earlier and a good friend of mine said it to me once. They go, um, same thing. I was criticizing a photo of myself, different hair, different weight, different um, energy. And my friend was like, "Um, I knew that guy in person and I liked him and he was really cool. And you, you, this version is standing on his shoulders. Oh, so be shit. nice to him. Damn. And it really was like, it's true. And I was also thinking too, like in those in that moment, we thought we were serving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we, we we thought we were, we were serving. serving just as how we're serving now. <laughs> yeah, we were serving. So you know, when you think about yourself and you think about your inner child, definitely be kind to yourself. Be kind to that person. You know, we didn't have Instagram the way that we do now to look good. We didn't have TikTok to teach us what was happening. It was, was rough happening. waters out it there was, as a wild west. <laughs> <laughs> it was rough. Definitely <laughs> rough waters. But, you know, when you can, take a moment, love on yourself, love on that inner child, and tell them, Soy Capitan, Soy Capitan. Welcome to the Zodiac section of the podcast, your favorite one with your local Aries, Pisces, Cusp, and your Virgo, Scorpion, Scorpio, um, scary sometimes, very deep, very, very emotional and great. I love, yes. So in this section, I wanted to talk about like, you know, when we're a kid, and we look back and we're like, that was very Aries of me. Or, man, that was a baby Aries. Or what in your life, Curly, in your the years that you lived, did you start seeing or noticing in retrospect? Like, oh, that was a Virgo thing. That was like a baby Virgo trait that I just did. Or even Scorpio. I feel like there's a lot of Scorpio traits. Oh, my God. Kids. So many. I think like me wanting to be like thinking that popularity was like a like a, literally a chess game very scorpio to be like okay, and virgo and virgo like i'm going to be popular in school like if i'm going to get bullied i need to be like you know kind of needing to survive in that way yeah but you know i remember i thought that to be popular you had to be like sassy gay and mean and like ugh those shoes like one that of was those. the early 2000s it was definitely we the had early 2000s. no other way but like my queen bee for life my like my the leader of my group forever is ariel and ariel was the very like um uh you don't have to be a mean gay like you can be nice and the fact that the queen bee was telling me that i could be nice like kind of mm-hmm. released me in a lot of ways so i'm like i think i've kept that for a very long time but what about you besides being the baby from incredibles and you're burning oh, things down and crushing it, skulls out there it really it really <laughs> is it really was um 
That was a great, I'm going to keep that with me. Um, I feel like I was really, really shy. I'm an Aries or Pisces rising, double Aries, everything else is like Pisces, Cancer, Aries. So I was very shy growing up, but I was always thinking in my head, I can do that better than them. She can't mm. sing. The, compe- I can sing the that competitor, better. the competitive. Oh yeah, of the yes. Aries. And I, re- I told you the story today where I was like in choir growing up. I think it was in like elementary school, and I remember back then. Still to this day, I was like, "Wow, I was I'm truly a musician <laughs> for thinking this." But I was like, "Everybody sounds like one voice because when you're in a choir, you have to sound like one voice." Mm-hmm. And I've heard individually what my friends who were in choir with me sounded like when they would do their solos, and it sounded bad because mm-hmm. they had to. They weren't listening to themselves; they were listening to other people. And I knew back then I was like, "I'm a solo act. I'm quitting choir." Uh-huh. And I quit choir. <laughs> She's all Diana Ross, leaving the Supremes behind. I quit but choir. Your dream and it happened with um, band too. I played the clarinet and I was, and I didn't like it because I was like, I have to, no, 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 I'm not doing this. And so I played the viola and I was the only viola for my, pretty much for my entire like career playing that. And I, I was first chair, beat out two seniors, like very much was so Aries. shy, but I had the same kind of game Energy. plan. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like with earth signs, for me, the trauma with earth signs is you're not always right. Like, let it go. Can you say that again? Earth signs, like, you are not always right. Virgo, oh. Capricorn, Taurus, like, as rooted and stubborn as you can be in your, what is it? Vindiction? Verdict? that sounds right um that sounds about right like you're not always right conviction conviction yeah like you're not always right get over it you know um cancers pisces no what are the waters yeah cancers pisces and scorpios right like i feel like passive aggressive you think so i yes my mars is cancer uh-huh. And the way, and remember when I told you, like when this guy texted me and I was like, this, these are three things that I could say. And I taught, and I was like, but that's passive aggressive. And I was telling Joyce too. I'm like, that's passive aggressive. Joyce was like, you've never been passive aggressive with me. I'm like, because I'm, I'm aware of it. Cause back then I used to be like, say all this type of shit yeah. that was like, it's, you do not need to be like that. And I feel like cancer is Sometimes, babes. Passive aggressive. Let it go. Trauma. Let that inner child say what they want to say. Say what you want to say. And say with your whole chest. Yeah. What about fire signs? What's their internal trauma with the fires? We're kind of perfect. I I was trying to think a lot about it, and it just feels like nothing's coming up. Fires, I feel like I would be like, you don't have to burn everything to the goddamn ground every time. You don't oh, have damn. to like, yes, you don't have to like, a- including yourself sometimes. Sometimes you're burning the house down and guess who's still in the house? You. So? <laughs> I, I forgot something in there. <laughs> yeah, sometimes like chill out. You, chill oh, out, little so baby. Right. It's going to be okay. I feel like we drop things a lot. Like I'll start things. How many songs have I sent you? I'm like, I'm working on this song. And where are they? What am I doing? Is that your trauma? It is. Well, guys, that concludes our Zodiac section. <laughs> baby Curly, baby Maya. What you gonna do when things are on fire? 
Burn it to the ground. Um, well, Maya, my dogs are back at it again in the background, living their best life while daddy's trying to make money to pay the bills around here. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, everyone, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Super Secret Bestie Club here with my best friend, Um, Maya. What? (laughs) What's who? I would like to replace that with Jonas, please. (laughs) Jonas. Jonas. Um, Maya, where can people find you on social media? You can find me at Maya in the moment, M-A-Y-A in the moment. Um, and where can you find me, you asked? Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> you can find me at the Curly V Show. V as in, I don't know. what. Could, Victorious. V as in victorious. Wait, Victoria Justice. We, we, we. I think that's how it goes. Oh my God. Now that the episode is over, my dogs are laying down like little lambs. Well, guys, please feel free to send us any ideas about future episodes. We would love to hear from you. We love you so much, and we're so thankful. Now get out of here. Get out of here. Get out. Get out. Move right now. (laughs) (laughs) Move. Make sure to hit that subscribe button to hear more episodes every single week. Super Secret Bestie Club podcast is a production of Sonoro in partnership with iHeartRadio's Michael Tura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, Diabetes. Y tienes 19 años o más. 52. 36. 42. Puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente. Una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Between recording the next episode of my podcast, running a business, and all of the things life throws my way, sometimes it's good to just get away. Hola, ¿qué tal? It's Chiquis here. And let me tell you, I love booking a trip where I can escape. There's nothing like spending a few days at the beach, relaxing and spending time with family. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter your reasons, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express Card is the way to go. If you travel, you know.